The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. All right, Waddle and Sylvia are live at Hallis again today. We'll cross-talk in a second here. Thanks to Black and Abdallah, as always, for producing the show. Thanks for listening, calling, and participating. And Jesse Rogers, well done. He's old. What was that line again? Play that line again, Chris. That was great. And I know what Jesse was trying to say when he said it earlier. Play it again. I think the fact that he is older than his age. That's awesome. I because... Use that as the final word. That's great. Thanks to Jesse. I think the fact that he is older than his age. Thanks to Connor, uh, Connor McKnight and thanks to Todd Furman. You guys like that? Yes. It's such a Jesseism. Uh, we all knew what he was saying. Mature beyond his years. There you go. Yeah. He's yeah. not really older than his age. But older than his age. Thank God we can't be older he's than really his age. He's really taller than his height as well, well of course think, he isn't is. he? Yes. I mean, wouldn't you say? Yeah, as, you a, as a guy, like his. You're fatter than his weight. Wow. Wow. Whoa, whoa. Oh, I only wow. say that because oh, I'm not damn. in the studio with yeah. him. Yeah, wow. Wait, he, took, Shots fired. he took a receipt on that. You better yeah. believe it. <laughs> you hear me speaking? I was going to say, is he listening? Oh, no, he heard. He heard. I did. Yeah. Did he perk up back there? Sylvie so Dunn having a, a steam with Greeny? <laughs> Two of those guys this morning? You guys done having a steam with each other? You know it. You guys pouring hot water on each you other? You know it. Bring each other <laughs> up in the steam room. Uh, Jeez. Oh, God. <laughs> He's too oh, catching a sauna this that morning. Yeah, yeah, you're that. great. Well, no, they're you're both great. <laughs> no, you're even better. No, you're better. No, you're great. I hope he loves company. You and your family yeah. are going to be okay with this, Aaron. Whoa! Somebody hey. open the door. Here comes oh, Orlovsky. Come on in, Danny. Heavens. Oh, oh, that is too funny, you guys. My heavens! I'm going to massage you. No, massage me. <laughs> What the hell was going on? It's two uh, oh, lifelong diehard yeah, fans of their football team and friends yeah. that commiserating yeah, over the state of their football team. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing My wrong God. With that. Although our outlook, our outlook as Bears fans suddenly looks better. Hey, it was compelling radio. A lot of information being shared between the two. That's well, true. It's, I was thinking about today's good. Thank you, Yurko. I'd still rather have the Jets, though. You know? <laughs> that's what I was going to ask today's oh, Would You Rather Thursday. About my moves. You would rather be the Jets than the Bears. Yes. Of course you would. Do you? I mean, have a defense. Did you here, really the thing, ask though, that the Jets, question? The Jets. Yeah, here's the thing that sucks for them. They are sort of you're ready kinda, to win. You're you are kind of up against it though. What you traded to get him? Will he ever really be able to fully come Only back from this at forty? Only a second round. Yeah, but think now. about what you tied up in your cap to him. Like it does kind of. They don't have a lot of wiggle room here. I mean, that's what sucks for them, even for the next couple of years. I mean, you're they, right, Carm, but they've got a difference-making wide receiver. They've got a good group of. Uh, I mean, they, their personnel is exponentially better. Yeah. So, so I, I guess mean, I would. I guess you're right. Like you'd have to take that and just. So, it's just they got to still figure out the quarterback now. Guys. No, you're that, right. That's but, a hard thing to do. Right, and this year's uh, sucks. There's no question. But and and I know Rogers is 39, but. 
He's still, you know, an athlete. So I, my guess is, and he's not a mobile, you know, an ex- right. exceptionally mobile quarterback. He can come back from a, a an guess, Achilles injury and still play at a high level. I'm telling you guys, the real only true outlier when you look at it and think about it is Brady. I mean, these guys get yeah. the 40. No, you're right. And it's just look at Drew Brees, look at Peyton Manning. Or, I mean, Rodgers gets hurt now. Look at um, you but know, like even, Manning had a neck injury. I know, and like that but, one was a little I different. Know, but it just I he think cha- he, he requirement he really changed the expectation. You know what I mean? I mean, everyone thinks, "Oh, I could quarterback through my mid forties now." And the the fact of the matter or the reality might be, Sylvia, is it's just like he's the only one, right? Like it's just him. He's the outlier. It's like Nolan Ryan, right? How many guys have been able to pitch into their mid forties? Like him, where he was still competitive. No, he is like just, one of maybe two, one or three, whatever it is. But yeah. they've done a really they, – they, they've had a concerted effort to protect these guys for 10 years now. Yeah. Uh, Rodgers hasn't had a ton of abuse on his body because he's not a running quarterback. Can he do it? Yeah. I don't know. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't say categorically they're done right. and he can't come back and play at a high level next Boy, year. Boy, their roster is good, though, isn't it? Oh, that's oh the team God. speed on defense just, just makes me tingle. I know. It is. That roster is playmakers. Awesome. I mean, like Garrett Wilson and oh, he's so Brees, Brees Hall. Oh, I mean, my like, God. Just, they really do have a talented group. They do. I, now, now, if Justin like, would, would, would play like we all want him to play and what we all thought he could play and think, he could play like it would change the narrative, right? Sure. Like, like if if sure. if the if that's where we're all. That's why I'm more down in the dumps than anything. Mm. Like, it, like the line. Okay, I knew. You know, right. Getsy. Okay. You know, we all had him and Ian Cunningham getting jobs. <laughs> Slow down. Now, now they'll be lucky to keep their jobs through the remainder of their contract. Pump the brakes. I know. Like, but, but. If Justin's not going to turn out, then the future of this team is much different than we all thought it would be. Oh, absolutely. That that's the wild card here. Yeah, you're. You that know. changes everything. Well, like the Bears yeah, could have a, you know, like the Bears could have a uh, what's the term or the word I'm looking like a safety net here at the end of the day. It it would suck for this year, but you know there yeah. is two first right. round picks there next year that could turn right. into a theoretical quarterback. Right. And cash. Exactly, and cash. and cash. Exactly. So like they've got a little bit of a net at least. Yes. If it doesn't work out with, they're them. not in the same situation now than they were with Mitchie Pooh. Right. No. Correct. Because correct. they have the capacity yeah. to pivot and move if they have well, yeah, to. Now, because let's tap those brakes. It's game one, but you're exactly right. If in fact they yeah. get to that point. They've got more flexibility than they did a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, they sunk so. themselves with the Mac deal. Yeah. And that's no yeah. shot at Khalil Mack, because Khalil was great for a little while while he was here and before the injury started mounting on him. That's not a shot at Mac, but, I mean, that's just the reality, what Tom's talking about. I mean, you're, you're, right, you're 100% right. Well, the situations when, listen, are polar opposite. When they traded for Mac, I liked the deal, but what it meant was is that Mitch had to hit because right. you gave up first-round picks yes. and cash. Yes. Remember, you had to re-sign Mac, so you didn't have the flexibility – to go in a different re- direction at quarterback the way that these guys do now. Like Correct. They, they have flexibility. That's so. the good thing. If, if if it doesn't work, and I know none of us are saying that yet, or some people might. Well, I mean, some, people are, some people just heard that conversation and somebody out 
there is claiming that all that four we're of all us haters, yeah. right? But I that's just, the nature I, of the beast. I, I'm just nervous now. That that yeah. the only thing we're that's nervous. changed since training camp, and it's really since training camps opened, and and this gave me a little more validation is I'm now nervous. Yeah, I think that's I, a fair way to put and, it. And like, if you're not, I, I like again, like I want him to work. I'm a big fan of his. I believe he checks all the boxes, but something's not computing. Yeah. Whether or not the coaching stinks, whether or not the line stinks, whether or not this isn't happening or that isn't happening, he's still not doing his part, and and we can't we can't be oblivious to that. I think you're a hundred percent right on that. And nervous is probably the best way to put it. That's it. Nervous, not totally doubting it. No, but nervous that. Like, th- this is, I looked yesterday, how could I forget again? I think it, this is start 27, I believe, right? Coming up this weekend? I think it is. Start something 27, like something it's like that. a body I mean, of work. It, we're starting to get to a pretty big body of work here. And we can make all the excuses we want or anybody else out there can. But it's like, when you're still putting on the film and you're seeing some of the same mistakes regardless of personnel... Like, that's what's a little troubling as the data sample gets bigger and bigger. It's like, eh, he doesn't know that the ball's got to be there, or he doesn't know that that ball's got to be in the stands, or he missed this. Re- I mean, it's like, that's what's troubling, and that's regardless of personnel. Well, nobody in their right mind would blame him solely. Like, the right. game plan needs to be better. The offensive line needs to be better. But even if he's not their biggest problem, the nature of the position is he has to have more solutions than other guys. It's just the nature of, of people that play that spot. And, you know, you, you are expected to raise the level of play of guys around you. You are, you are expected to play at a high level despite the adversity. And for this situation, the adversity mostly from my perspective is, is a lack of time that you get back there. But that's that's just the position, and if guys guys find themselves in adverse situations playing quarterback and find a way to get through it and play well, guess what happens? They give you giant bags of money. Yeah, they do. And you earn it. And if for whatever reason you can't provide a lot of solutions, even in the face of adversity, you are you know you're subject to being evaluated. Yeah. The Kyler that's just, Gordon. That's news. the nature of the beast. The Kyler Gordon news stinks. Because I thought that secondary, I, I don't pin what happened I like in that secondary. I, I like too. the secondary. Yeah. Like, listen, Dion would tell you. I can't cover. Well, Dion probably wouldn't. No, but wouldn't. Uh, tell you, somebody okay. somebody <laughs> would tell you, I can't cover for five seconds, guys. Yeah. Like, I need some help. I need some pass rush. Yeah. Nobody can cover forever. I think this is a good secondary that will, you know, continue yeah. to develop, hopefully. But when you can't pressure anyone, that's the thing that's got me as well. Like, you know, if you can't. If you can't provide pressure with four, you've got to be flexible and adjust and find a way to get after people. You're going to have to even manufacture. Even if you're married yeah. to your system. Yeah. I keep thinking about with the, the whole thing with the cover two and, and Eberflus, going to winning time and, and Paul Westfall constantly screaming about yeah. the system, the system, the system. The system. The system. Well, sometimes the system, while in theory it's good, if you don't have the personnel to run it, you have to adjust. Like, you know, Belichick's probably a good example of that, right? Exactly. Like, is there any, is there any, anybody ever been better at just saying, we'll do things a little differently this week because we see something that we can exploit in the film that we're watching? Like, right? Isn't he a good example of that? Totally. Absolutely. You know, and I know there's only one Belichick, and I, and I know it's not ever going to be true. probably as good for him without Brady. I mean, we know that. We know that the, you know, what, what Brady meant to him, but like, there's, 
that what Waddle's talking about is like the perfect example is the guy who might be the winningest coach of all time. Say like and, like and even if you flip it, even if you flip it to offense, like the way Andy's found ways to sort of evolve his offense, and like these great coaches do that, and it's not just oh, there's one system. And that's all it's ever going to be. Well, it's funny, Carm. I, I like I brought that up yesterday, where we demand our offensive coordinators to adapt to our skill guys. We're like, well, I don't care what your offense is. Uh, evolve around Justin. You're like Luke Etsy. You know Matt Nagy. I don't want you to run your offense. I want you to run based on your personnel. But why is it different with defense? Yeah. Like, why does Matt Eberflus get to run his cover two if he doesn't have four who can rush the right. passer? Right. Like, the, 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 they don't have the personnel to run the cover two. Right. You don't have four who can rush. So you need, like, it, it's no different with defense. It's don't tell point. me. Yeah. Like, you know, the Bears, I don't know if you guys saw the stat. The Bears had the worst pressure win rate. Yeah. Of any defensive team since 2021 in week one. Yeah. In, in two years, the worst win rate. So, okay, you could keep running your system. You know what you're going to keep doing? Losing. <laughs> yeah. Well, by the How's way, that for I your mean, system. The personnel. So, yeah. like, and Lance could keep, like, I love Lance, and I'm going to bring this up on Sunday in the pregame show. Lance loves the cover two. Well, do you know why the cover because, two worked with Lance? Because they, they had the horses. Right. Tommy, Tommy Harris, Harris Tommy made Harris, it go. And Erlacher. Yeah. Well, they had, they had and, Alex and, Brown. And Alex Brown and Mark Anderson. Yeah, Mark and, Anderson was getting 16 sacks in his rookie year in 05 or 06, whenever that was. I mean, well, even Tank Johnson provided yeah, some of that, wasn't it? Was oh, Tank around for that well, as well? But, and Tommy was dominant. Tommy yes. was a fantastic. And it made all the difference. Alex Brown. They were getting after. The, the quarterback, and yes. that's why it worked. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. So it's a good system if you've got the right guys, but they don't have the right guys. No. That was my biggest fear still with this team, and the, the lack of you know, the lack of offseason additions to really beef that up. And, you know, Ngakwe should help, especially if he, you know, but still, I just, I don't know that they have enough juice up there to, to influence the game the way it needs to be influenced, especially if he's going to be so obstinate and just say, nope, we're running the cover two, we're going to play these shells as that's what we do. I don't, I don't think it's going to be very, very pretty for this defense as it continues to go on. And it was awful last year. And some of that was by design. Fine. You traded guys. Quinn never fired because he got hurt. Eddie Jackson got hurt. Like, I get it. Some of it maybe was out of your control. But, you know, Sylvie talked about that, that win rate being as low as any team in the last couple of years. Uh, you know, I, I put the graph up on my Twitter at some point last year. Their EPA per play on defense was... And you want to talk about an outlier. I mean, it's one of the worst we've seen in a decade in the NFL. Forget about the last couple of years. It was one of the worst we've seen in a decade in the league. That, that's how pitiful and atrocious they were defensively. So I, I don't know how it gets better if they're not going to be able to change a little bit and, and rush the pass. How many, well, sacks, why, how many sacks did Mark Anderson finish his career with? 12 the first year. I'll say 22. Uh, I'm going to say 21 and a half with the Bears. Thirty-six and a half. Oh, overall. so he had more than I yeah, thought. Okay. Played eight years. He go to New England. Eight years in the league. Did he go to New England? Europe? He went to New England, Houston. Okay, bounce Buffalo, around a little bit. Buffalo, bounce yeah. around a little yeah. bit. Yeah. 
Uh, what did you? Did you guys hear Jay Norvell uh, kind of poking the bear, poking Dion a little bit? No, did I didn't. I just I was I pulled up the article and I was about to read it. You want to hear it real quick? Sure. Uh, unprovoked. Uh, this is the Colorado State head coach. Here we go. They play uh, in Boulder on Saturday night. And I sat down with ESPN today, and I don't care if they hear it in Boulder. I told them I took my hat off and I took my glasses off, and I said, when I talk to grown-ups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught. <laughs> yeah, and then the crowd started hooting and hollering. Let's yeah. see at about uh, midnight on Saturday if they're still hooting and hollering this this sport is this is entertainment you know what i mean I so like i don't know how are we past those times like if you want to take your hat off and your sunglasses do so if not dion's gonna dion's gonna come and and, and he's gonna bring his team like, like, like and he's gonna run it up on you if he can there's a lot of jealous guys out yeah. there about uh, around dion right probably Maybe Jay Norvell. Well, I think everybody was. He he did it his way, and he did it how he was going to do it, and he didn't care. Right. He told everybody to get the hell out of Dodge. You're not my players. I didn't recruit you. Everybody, go go. I'll bring in what I'm going to bring in. We're going to play it the way I want to play it, and that's the way it is. And that usually is a recipe for disaster. Early on, it hasn't been. No, it has not. So he's kind of, and I think people have been cheering against him. No so. doubt. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Oh, you no mean doubt. in the coaching ranks? Oh, oh, everywhere, car. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, but I think the yeah. public's loving this, yeah. don't you? I mean. Yeah, but the, the, the think, good kid's right. You like, think the inner, like. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. I, okay, I could see that. I think, the, I think the casual college football fan is loving it. Ah, yes, right? but the old guard the old is, is, okay, is having fair. a heart attack. Yes, fair. Yeah, I mean, there's everyone's experiencing gout and they're having chest pains in the old, you know, the old club, the old football club. That's that's a fair assessment. Somebody, some I other. Would just pro- say, be careful. Don't poke the bear because, well, uh, like, like, a he's proven that he yeah. gets his guys ready to play, oh, and he's yeah. proven that he can bring he talented players, and he's proven and, he's willing to kick you in the nuts. Uh, right. And, and the they got off to a slow start. Against Nebraska, they finished strong. They, they, they whatever they got on the sideline, coaching with the players and the players understanding what the coaches wanted. Yep. They finished. Yeah, yeah. They, they turned it up a notch. And Furman made the point. He goes, "Well, if uh, the Colorado, you know, it, it didn't have all of their focus on Colorado State, because maybe they're looking ahead at Corvallis next weekend. That just changed now. So you, you know, all I can tell you, Carm, is is that just from being around him and, and not for an extended period of time." There is tremendous substance to him in everything he does. He's not just somebody that's out there talking and creating conversation. There's substance to what Dion brings to a program. He showed you that at Jackson State. Absolutely. I mean, like, he did the work there. Absolutely. And he's, he's adapting with the way, the way you're winning now with the portal, right? Yep. Yes. That's the that's the that's he got the kid. He got the kid that tra- that trailed or, or uh, traveled with him to. To Colorado to go to Jackson State. Yeah, he was that, a number that one was a five number star one, recruit, wasn't he? Wasn't he, he the only, number one? He was such a high, highly rated recruit that when he flipped on Florida State on yeah, signing day, Florida people State. were calling for Mike Norvell to be fired. It was Travis Hunt. It's Travis, yeah, Travis Hunt. I mean, he was a five star recruit, yes. guys, and he got him. Yeah, he got him to follow him to Jackson State. Yeah, the kick about. I don't think they can keep playing that kid hundred snaps a game. By the no. way. Right, you can't do that. Well, no, I, I talked I, I, to Tommy about this before, and I said there are ways you can take plays off. That's true. Oh, okay. There are at the okay. receiver position. You just run the guy off. Okay, you yeah. a three quarter jog running the, the guy sweeps off. going okay. the other way. You right, just you can run the guy off. Jog. Okay, yeah. you're not physically hitting. You can't do it on the offensive or defensive line. Can't right, right, get away with doing that. No double. way. Of right, not. yeah, yeah. Linebacker, running back, probably, probably impossible. Not. 
But okay. if there's one place you might be able to try to sneak it, okay. totally it would be out there because right. you could theoretically take some plays off. I guess that yeah. makes sense. Um, so you guys have a big show. You're gonna the five to six hour is gonna be with Joniak and Thayer and Bears Weekly. Well, right? we're poking the bear tonight yeah, too. We're gonna get Joniak, to Thayer. I'm telling you, Joniak's so good with you guys. I, I enjoyed it no, yesterday I again. It. I invited great. him over to the house to have a drink, and I couldn't. I, he wouldn't come over. Well, I mean, come on. But I live five. Season, I live yeah. five miles from here. Yeah, no. Do you think we could get him over uh, into the into the whiskey room, Tommy, uh, at my place? Like if the, uh, when the Bears play a prime time, like a Thursday game, I we get him there I, on that Sunday. I think the outcome of the game would play a large role. I think the fact mm. that they, not only did they lose to the Packers, but the manner in which they lost, he was not in a drinking mood yesterday. By the way, I got something special for you next time you come over. Oh. Really? What do you think it means, whoa. Sylvie? What do you mean? I got a bottle. I don't have trim. to bring batteries, do I? Trim well, some more bushes maybe. over there. What are you doing? I, I got know. a bottle of t- I got a bottle of cast strength uh, Highland Park oh, for Tommy. Yeah. yeah, he does. I hope you have a giant one because uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean the bottle. Um, <laughs> what was, uh, what because was it, uh, it was one hundred. It's 127 proof. Do you know that that the Sylvie was so generous? He got me two bottles of Balvini 12 here. Nice. The first bottle went Gone. down in four days. Oh, my God. As Waddle. it should. Waddle. As it should. second one hasn't been cracked open because somebody else gave me a nice 18-year ba- uh, Oban. Oh, my God. Oh, Look at you. Yeah, they up the you're game. blowing them in right now. Halfway, halfway done with that one. Ooh, I've only enjoyed a 14-year Oban. I'm just telling you. That's four what? more years. That's, yeah, Tommy's got the 18-year. That's yeah. impressive. 14-year. 14, 18, yeah. whatever it takes. Yeah. Whatever it well, takes. I'm just saying, I have had the 18. Right. I've had the 14. What else is on? I'm going to be drinking tonight, too. What else? Are we yeah, yeah let's get drunk. It's tonight's, like, tonight's really my, my first... Um, You're a lush. My first football Guilty. game. Guilty. Yeah. Because uh, with the Bears game, I haven't really been able to... Last Thursday, I had an SIU event, so I missed kickoff. Right. Uh, Sunday, I missed them all. So tonight's the first day I'm going to be settling in and get yeah. hammered. Yeah, I like the Vikes. Carm, you like the Vikes with the points? I have uh, Vikings plus seven. Yeah, it's down to yeah. five and a half. What's now, the total? So. Uh, it is 49, I believe, unless that's come down. Or I got Jalen uh, Carter with two sacks. I think I'm going to. I heard, I heard your warning. Your you know what, Carm? Bears fans. Carm, I think Tom I'm. Greeny, tell them that to watch. I'm going to violate the uh, your favorite rule of all of, uh, of gambling. I think I'm going to tease. Mm-hmm. The number down and go over and tease uh, the okay. uh, I don't mind teasing the that. Eagles down. That's all right. It's so the, the parlays e- that I don't like, but okay. the, I don't play teasers really either, but that's okay. So I'm going to tease the Eagles down and tease the number down and go over the number. How about that? Uh, okay. Furman also likes first half over if he can get it at 24. Yeah. So. I think there's going to be some points scored. I think there probably will be, too. A lot of injuries. Which I think, uh, especially for the Eagles on defense, there could be yeah. a lot of points tonight. All right, what's up on the All show, right. guys? So we're going to play some uh, Luke Etsy to see if he made us feel any better today. No. <laughs> the answer is no. Right, okay. you're, so you're spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Um, Josh Lucas, does that name ring a bell for you guys? Uh, yes, of course. That's uh, Bill Lucas's brother. <laughs> that is George Lucas. George Lucas, his brother. Yeah, he did. Uh, originally tabbed to play Chewbacca. George is his great uncle. Come on. Uh, Josh Lucas is the former director of pl- of player personnel for the Bears under Ryan Pace. Got it. He is now uh, doing some media stuff. He was on board when they drafted Justin Fields. So he lives in the Chicago area still. Is and- he there for the uh, Mitch pick, too? 
I believe so. Okay, so he was part of the group. You want to relive that? No, no, no. I went rogue. Just no. I'm saying out of context, they they were responsible for two first round quarterback picks. So we want to know. So we'll we'll talk to him about what he thinks now of Fields and if he could get this right. And and we'll talk to him about like some of the maybe the mistakes of the last regime and the advice he would give this regime. And we'll discuss that with him. We got Barstool Big Cat today. Nice. It's also Would You Rather Thursday. Get your Would You Rather's in. Hashtag WS Would You Rather on Twitter. Send them to Tyler Aki. Uh, and, uh, and then Bears Weekly at 5 o'clock. Yes, awesome. Uh, Joniak's letting me drive the show, but it is there. As Dick Geron once said, it's not my show. I'm just on the show. There you go. Don't you forget that, Sylvie. Have a great show, boys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll see everybody in Aurora tomorrow. Football feast with Miller Lite. We're giving away Bears tickets, so come by and see us. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings in Aurora And beef tallow. I'm adding it. Fried and beef tallow. I'm adding. Waddle and Sylvie will get you home next. See ya. Ah, commuting in Chicago. Ah. If you're stuck... Stick with Waddle and Sylvie, weekdays 2 to 6. Phone number to reach us as we're broadcasting from Hallis Hall for the second day in a row. We'll host Bears Weekly with Joniak and Thayer at 5. 312-332-3776. Got some good conversation going on fields and inside the Twitch chat as well. You can watch us. We bring the Twitch cameras with us to Hallis at twitch.tv slash ESPN 1000 Chicago, or you can watch us on YouTube Live. You can listen to us on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app, and on 100.3 HD2. That's the way I listen to the show. Twitching? People are twitching? People are twitching. I want to uh, play you some Luke Getze. He spoke today, and um, he is still uh, optimistic, or at least that's the... The face he brought to the podium today, though I was talking to many Bears reporters over the last couple of days, and and they all say, like, this early in the season, they have not seen the building quite like this, maybe ever. I think everyone's in shock. Nobody expected things to go in the manner in which they did, opening it, me included. I didn't expect that to happen. I talked to reporters from the Trib, the Sun-Times, Courtney, and they're all like, in agreement that they have not seen the building in week two after one week where it was this tense, where where people were, and I'm talking about people who, who work and play for the Bears, were kind of like, ooh, ooh, what's going on here? You know, like just after one game, and remember, they go going down to Tampa now, got to win this game week yes. three, it's Kansas City. Let's flip the script. Yes, you got to win You got a chance, it. you got a chance to change the narrative, you got a chance to shut all of us idiots up. It's it's like a 90% must-win game for me. I don't know if it's must-must, yeah. it's, it's like pretty close to a must-win. I mean, depending on what you're looking to achieve. Me, it's a winning record or some sort of an eight, nine, in my goal of an eight or nine win season. So, like, I don't, you just can't start 0-3 and, and have lots of things being questioned inside the building. If we go, they go down to Tampa on Sunday and we're talking Monday about effort, assignments, and player execution in the manner in which we've talked about so far this week, it will be absolutely a kick to the nuts. Because that, that look, it's I'm with you. 
This is a really big game because of not just because of the loss to the Packers, but in the manner in which you lost. That coaching staff's got to get these guys ready to play, and these guys have to have the professionalism and they have to have the, the, the self-pride to try and go out there and make amends for what transpired on Sunday. Yeah, we saw Cole Clement walk in, too. By the way, during crosstalk, I think he was looking for Joniak to record an he interview. Was. Very, very tall and handsome young man. Yeah, he's very, he? very. And he, I, I, he was surprised to see us, wasn't yes, he? Was. Did yeah. he look at us and say, oh, guys, yeah. or something like that? I think he said, hey, dumbasses. No, I he did. I I'm think joking. he was happy to see us, though. I should have said, come on, let's go. Come on on. I was surprised that you didn't. Like, it would be so... And this is a compliment, not a criticism. It had been so you for you to try and steal the Cole Komet from Tom and Jeff and for our own purpose. Now, if I was smart and witty, I would have said, don't sneak in here. Oh, now I got it. See, I am seriously, I am so my my brain is so blunted from what I saw. I can't even I can't even recognize good humor when I hear. Yeah, it. I don't know that, if was, that good. was good because that was it, good. It, it fell flat for a, there was a no, long I, I, pause I, there. I know, I know, but I finally got it. I think it may have pissed him off, but I think you know, with the benefit of actually letting me process it, I thought it was a great joke. Here's Luke Getze who called that sneak, of course, uh, in the first. Uh, remember, it was the WTF moment. That's. Uh, in the first uh, third down of the season when they called Cole Komet under center. Cole Komet does a lot of good things well. You should let Justin Fields uh, handle the football there. He's as dynamic as any player in the league, especially with his legs. But here's uh, Luke Etsy. Uh Give me number five here, Charlie. Uh, this is about uh, some of the screens, and he was criticized. Too many screens, too much uh, lateral stuff. And uh, Getze was defensive about that, saying they should have worked better. Yeah, I don't. I don't look at it as that way. I don't think I've ever really looked at it. I don't think I ever have. Uh, we look for advantageous looks, and I know it sounds like screens have been a conversation, but you know, a poor motion landmark and a and a couple core bo- poor blocks. But if you watch the film and and you actually watch the film, we have everybody accounted for, and there's nobody else out there if we can just capture that edge. I mean, those are 15, 25-yard gains, and you guys are patting me on my back, and I get it. That's part of it. you know. Uh, so uh, my point of it is is we're going to make uh, decisions, we, what we feel is advantageous to our guys, having opportunities. Now, we, we got to do better. we got to coach it better. we got to make sure the guys execute it better. That's where we got to get better at for sure. It's like Yurko said, right? Or you always would say, it's what my dad used to say all the time. If the queen had nuts, what? She'd be the king. Like, so <laughs> like, if, if they were 15 or 20-yard gains, you'd be passing, pat, uh, patting me on the back. Like, but they weren't. No, look, I had bigger issues with the third down call. Uh, I don't throw a smoke screen on third and long to Chase Claypool. That, that decision was one that, that, that I, I was not high on. Uh, but I think... Again, with time to digest it all, I, I agree with the concept that player error across the board was the biggest problem. Guys not doing their jobs and making mistakes. To me, that is the one thing that I took away from that loss, Like, and it was everybody. It was, it was a couple of receivers. It was the offensive line. It was quarterback. And, and they certainly could have, I thought, you know, made some better calls at different times. But the lack of player execution was just awful. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the players playing the yeah, game, absolutely. right? So it would start with the players. Um, if you could give me a Getsy 7 at the top of the screen, Charlie, this is on Claypool blocking. And um, there's talk about maybe Claypool 
not being active in this game, or at least EQ St. Brown being active. And we were talking about this off the air. Maybe Claypool does stay active, but doesn't play as many. Um, it, it doesn't get as much uh, as many snaps. As many snaps, and they they maybe go two running backs instead of three, or maybe they take a special teams player and put him down, or 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 they take a tight end and put him down, or something. Uh, in that regard, but this is Luke Etsy on Claypool's blocking here. Yeah, no, I think I think Chase is motivated. I think he wants to do it. I think uh, you know he had a couple plays where he didn't execute it, and you know that hurt us. And uh, he knows that. But I th- Chase wants to do it. I don't think it's a matter of him wanting. Well, blocking that's, that's effort, isn't it? I mean, blocking. Part of it, for sure. I mean, it's a, it's a will. It's a it's a it's a knowing your assignment, execution. You guys have seen our run game. It's not an easy thing on receivers. That's why we value the, the people that can play multiple positions and do multiple things. Uh, so that's part of it. But yeah, effort is part of it. But it's only a part of it. And knowing your assignment as well. Look, he had fifty eight snaps in this game, which was roughly eighty percent of the snaps. If it was up to me. He wouldn't get fifty eight snaps this week. Uh, there was zero production. There were no catches. Now, you know. There were others that, that didn't, you know, knock your socks off in the stat sheet. Uh, but some of those snaps in my world would go to EQ. Some of them would go to Tyler Scott, the rookie. I think you earn the right to be out there. It, it, again, it's, it's why are we giving any player anything for the most part? It's like why are we introducing 12 or 13 guys? Why are we continuing to give somebody – 58 snaps, which is roughly 80% of the snaps, if that person's production. And when you do look at the film, you do come away with some more questions, not just about the lack of production. Why wouldn't you give some other guys an opportunity? Right, and if you talk about earning and guys who did earn things all offseason, it's DJ Moore. He has consistently shown you that he's their best player, yet he was only targeted twice. So, Charlie, if you could play me Getsy 3 this is why DJ Moore wasn't targeted more than twice. Yeah, no, that's that's the, the conversation every day. So that's the, when you have one of, one of your best players, you want to make sure they're touching the ball. And uh, how we plan each week is that way, not just for DJ but for other guys too. But that's something that that's you know that's always going to be talked about. Why did why did DJ Moore get only two targets? I mean, even from the moment he stepped on the field here, it seemed like Justin was just tethered to him, and then just two targets seemed like a little bit of a disappointment. Yeah, no, it's definitely a disappointment. And there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons why things happen. You know, what I mean, a protection that could have broke down for a particular play for him. Uh, Justin maybe just didn't see something in a particular way. Uh, there's a lot of things that go into it. I think uh, you know we definitely are calling plays for DJ, and he knows that, and he wasn't frustrated by any of that. Uh, and you know, sometimes it's just, it's just the way the coverage gets dictates to where the quarterback has to go with the football too. I thought I saw a frustrated guy, not to the point where it affected his effort and his play, but I thought that there was there's some frustration that you could see visibly. How so? You're talking about watching the All-22. Yes. I, I mean, I, there was frustration. There was frustration with a lot of guys, but by the end of the game, I, I noticed that DJ was frustrated. Like I said, don't get me wrong. I'm not suggested that that led him to loaf on any plays. He wasn't. He was playing his ass off, but... Of course there's some frustration there. Look, it's up to the the offensive coordinator to scheme him open, and it's also up to the quarterback to make sure that plays that are directed to him, you actually give him an opportunity to make a play. Uh, Two touches in a game for your best player, however we got to that, is unacceptable. Unacceptable, and that they were let down on so many different ways into getting him the two touches. Yes. That's even, like, worse, that it's – 
play calling, the quarterback, the line, it's everything. I'll give you an example, like, for in terms of calling plays. I told you before, I, I wouldn't throw a smoke screen to Claypool at three and third and seven or eight. He's not a quick twitch guy. He's a taller, angular guy. I think you get that ball out to Mooney, or instead of throwing it to Chase Claypool, throw it to DJ Moore. You threw it on the first play of, of preseason. preseason. He ran it for a touchdown. Yeah, he's one of the guys who has the most yak uh, yards after catch in in the entire NFL. And you're going to Claypool. Yeah, like use Claypool downfield to use his body and his size. You know, like it, it doesn't make sense. Um, here's Getsy. If you could play four for me, uh, this is on fields anticipating. This was pointed out by a lot of the people watching the films. Uh, uh, open is open in the NFL. Like you've got to anticipate when they're going to be open and throw the football. Do it earlier. It's what I talked about today, and Hembo was on it in in Greeny show too. Like throw the football, and uh, Getsy was asked the question. Is, is Fields anticipating enough when the wide receivers are going to be open? No, I think that's um, – I think he's in a good place. I think uh, he's got a really good understanding of what's going on around him. Like he's, get, he's getting better and better at that. Um, but you're still going to have some, some times where you look back and reflect and say, you know, dang, I wish I would have did this or did that. That's, we're going to have those as we continue to grow. I mean, that's part of his youth, part of his experience that we're getting. Uh, but there's, there's a, there was a ton of evidence on film – that, uh, you know, that's there. We just got to get it more consistently. Yeah, usually Luke keeps it real, and at the very end of that cut, he said you, a ton. you heard him keep it real. I think right now, I think the quarterback has, has his, his, he's got a confidence problem when it comes to being in the pocket and throwing. And you can see it with his decision-making, and I think that that's something that they have to address, and Luke's got to tell him, hey, Justin, climb the pocket and just pull the trigger. And throw it and give DJ an opportunity to make a play and Getsy to make a play and some of these other guys. Just trust these guys that they'll make a play for you. It's, it's, it's really good to hear that. Uh, and, Charlie, I want you to play that again. So listen to it's like almost like he evolved into more of a truth. It's almost like Waddle, your famous truth serum, like you talked. It took about, a while for it, it, it to set in. in. Yeah. It kicked in. It's like we, get, we injected him with truth serum, and at first it did take. And as he talked, it took, and he yeah. told the truth. So, again, it was like he was in defense mode, defending his quarterback, saying he's in a good place. There were a couple of things that he needed to do better. By the end, listen to this on the way he changes, where he says, uh, on, on film, there's a ton of evidence to where he, you could see that he needed to throw the football. You know, and, 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 and again, this is, again, where he needs to anticipate that his wide receivers are open. Listen to how this evolves over the 30 seconds. No, I think that's um, – I think he's in a good place. I think uh, he's got a really good understanding of what's going on around him. Like he's, get, he's getting better and better at that. Um, but you're still going to have some, some times where you look back and reflect and say, you know, dang, I wish I would have did this or did that. That's, we're going to have those as we continue to grow. I mean, that's part of his youth, part of his experience that we're getting. Uh, but there's there's a there was a ton of evidence on film that uh, you know that's there. We just got to get it more consistently. Ton of evidence on film that, like, no, that that's the, there. The, yeah. the, the the truth serum kicked in, and look, that's not picking on anybody. That's the, just that's true. Yeah. Listen, this isn't high school football. This is the NFL. So, 
I mean, you can't be sensitive whether you're a Fields fan or you're an offensive line fan or you're a Getze fan. I'm a Getze fan, but I'm willing to sit here and tell you that, he that it wasn't his best Sunday. No. Nobody was. Nobody nobody had a good Sunday except for Roshan Johnson. That's right. Right? I think it was the Roshan Sunday, and that's it. Well, I think, well, didn't Santos go two for two? Yeah, right. Cairo Santos, if we're going to hump today, yeah. we're going to hump Cairo Santos, and we're going to hump Roshan Johnson. I'm Anybody telling else? you, too, if you want to get that hump going, watch the interception with Roshan jo- I told you this yesterday. When Roshan Johnson tries to knock down Quay Walker. Twice, right? He falls down. And then he hauls ass and chases him into the end zone and hits him again. Like, that's the film. Like, if you're a football nerd and you're an effort nerd and you're one of these hustle guys, like, you watch that and you just get all drippy. J.T. O'Sullivan talked about that. Oh, my God. Cole didn't have his best effort trying to tackle there. No, no. Mm -hmm. But but Roshan did. Roshan, the effort was out of this world. 312-332-3776 if you want to react. Um, We're going to talk to Josh Lucas, who was part of the crew drafting Justin Fields. We'll see what he thinks he sees. Uh, with with Justin. If you want to talk pairs with us, we're at House Hall once again, and we'll take your phone calls next. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Waddle and Sylvie. Listen now in HD on our app and on ESPN 1000. I need a good dose of Would You Rather today, so send us your Would You Rathers. It's your best either-or question. Would you rather this or that? Make them fun, make them creative. It could be sports or anything else. Uh, Send them to Tyler Aki on Twitter. Make sure you hashtag it, WS Would You Rather, for Waddle Sylvie Would You Rather. And this way, it's easy for Tyler to find. So on, on Twitter or X... Yurko's a big stickler these days for calling it X. Call it for what it is. Who cares? Yeah, so uh, send them to uh, Tyler Aki on Twitter. Um, Tyler, what's your uh, Twitter handle? It's at Tyler. You have an underscore in there, don't you? You have an underscore? Shout it out to me. Your microphone. I could have had Tyler Aki underscore. Those always screw me up. Yep. What is the. Tyler Aki's taken. So. So By who? By another Tyler Rocky, the only other by Tyler Rocky. Steve Aki. Smith. What yeah. do you mean by who? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe his mom or his dad. Maybe someone in the family. They stole it from me. Yeah, that's a big thing. Like people. Why sometimes... underscore? Why not just put like a Tyler Rocky fourteen for your favorite uh. player, Pete Rose? <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would use like one traditionally. I feel like, but uh, no, I don't. I don't like putting a number. Underscore. You I like, like the, the underscore. underscore I don't even know yeah. where to find. Well, I don't the like underscore. any of them. I don't like any of them. But where's the underscore on my like it's my? It's the where the dashes. Where the dashes? Yeah, you hit shift. Yeah. I don't want to shift. You don't like the shift. I don't want to shift. Well, here's the thing: well, is if you search, you were not shifty on the field either. No, of course not. If you if you just search Tyler Rocky, it'll come up. Like you'll see it. Okay. So. So send uh, your what you don't have to type the underscore. Well, just go with Ty. Why would just go with Ty? Do your mom and dad call you Ty? Ty Aki? No, Ty Aki. Not, not a lot no. of people call Ty Ty. What no. about Lur? Uh, less people what? call me Lur. Yes, even less. How about Ty Ty? Ty Ty. Like Tay Tay? Are you Ty Ty? There's a there's an NBA player, Ty Ty Washington. I don't like. No, I don't like that. I'm starting to get excited about the possibility of seeing Taylor Swift in Kansas City. Really. Yeah. 
Like, like what, in a what, week. You think, yeah. You think- I, am, I am having uh, daydreams about going up to the booth to do pregame. It seems. And uh, the elevator opening, and there is Taylor Swift standing. Are you going to get all creepy? No. Well, well, why would what are you, you gonna think t- that I'm going to? I don't know what I would do. Well, you I just told it. me you're a 52-year-old man. Let's and you prepare. said I'm starting to get prepare right now. Starting to get Failing excited to prepare about is preparing to possibly well, seeing another human being. She's one of the most famous people in the world. Okay. Would that be your biggest starstruck person? Uh, well, wait till Fair comes in here. <laughs> Come on. Uh, well, you know, Michael Jordan, like I got to be around but you, Michael yeah, Jordan. Yeah, you've been around him, You know? Um, probably, I'm trying to think, like, off the sports landscape, the most famous person who I've ever run into, and I don't, I don't think Billy Corgan. Yeah, Billy Corgan, like Paris Hilton, you know, like. Okay, if Ty, if Tay-Tay, not Tai-Tai, but if Tay-Tay leaves, like, if she comes into the booth for whatever reason and leaves a glass that she drank out of, would you take it like you took Michael Jordan's, uh, you know, gel Oh, pack? yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'd say, you know what you could get? Oh, you could get absurd. Really? Yeah, absurd oh, money. Yeah. I'd sell that thing in a heartbeat. I'd, I'd turn that into a profit. Well, then, then, like, then, then you're all you're not into this for anything other than money. Like, well, you just for that, want to see her you, so you, that you can try to profit off of you her. You have to, you have to figure. Well, what what am I going to do with that? Like, Michael Jordan was different. Put it, you in a put case. it right next to put the, it in the a case. Gel pack. No, that that's you know how many Swifties would be willing to spend thousands of dollars. You know how you many know at that point, MJ Swifties would be willing to spend you, on your gel pack? That was, meaning, that was more meaningful to me. Do you know at that point you would have DNA from Michael Jordan and Taylor Swift? You could make a super baby? <laughs> could you somehow make like a super baby? I don't know. I don't oh want to get, Like I said, you're going to get all creepy about it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So like, I guess the answer is yes, I will get creepy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can you believe that? I was thinking about the Jaguars-Kansas City Chiefs when they were – previewing it and and i was on the treadmill and i started to think about meeting taylor swift in kansas city in a week <laughs> my brain works in in weird ways all right coming up next we will talk to josh lucas not only are we going to talk about justin fields people want to hear about the story of when they drafted mitch so we got to ask him about that too all right we'll we'll see how i mean that could that could cause flashbacks We'll, 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 For all of us. We'll see how amenable he is. He wants to get into the media as an analyst these days. We'll talk to him about uh, his previous stop here as director of personnel with the Bears, um, and we'll analyze what the Bears are doing, all that from Hallis coming up next.